Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Harriet again, and I will be your reader today, Monday, the 8th of January, or the 27th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. We are in the parasha called Va'era, which means I appeared for this week. And from the Torah, we will read Exodus, or Shemot in Hebrew, chapter 6, verse 14 through verse 28. And if you have listened to us for a while, I'm sure you know this blessing by heart that we always read before or pray before we start reading. So please join me. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Exodus 6. These are the heads of their fathers' houses. The sons of Reuven, the firstborn of Israel, were Hanoch, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. These are the families of Reuven. The sons of Shimeon were Yemuel, Yamin, Ohad, Yachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These are the families of Shimon. These are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations, Gershon, Kohat, and Merari. Levi lived 137 years. The sons of Gershon were Livni and Shimei, according to their families. The sons of Kohat were Amram, Ishar, Hebron, and Uziel. Kohat lived 133 years. The sons of Merari were Machli and Mushi. These are the families of the Levites according to their generations. Amram married Yocheved, his father's sister, and she bore him Aharon and Moshe. Amram lived 137 years. The sons of Itzchah were Korach, Nefig, and Sichri. The sons of Uziel were Mishael, Elsaphan, and Sitri. Aaron married Elisheva, daughter of Aminadav, sister of Nachshon, and she bore him Nadav and Avihu, Elazar and Itamar. The sons of Korah were Asir, Elkanah, and Avisav. 
These are the families of the Korahites. Elassar Aaron's son married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Pinfas. These are the heads of the ancestral houses of the Levites according to their families. These are the same Aaron and Moshe to whom the Lord said, Bring Bnei Israel out from the land of Mitzrayim according to their divisions. These are the ones that spoke to Paro, king of Mitzrayim, to bring Bnei Israel out from Mitzrayim. These are that same Moshe and Aaron. So it happened on the day when the Lord spoke to Moshe in the land of Mitzrayim. That was Exodus six fourteen through 28. Now we have our portion of the prophets, and we will read 2 Samuel chapter 14. Now, Joab son of Zeruiah perceived that the king's heart was on Avshalom. So Joab sent word to Tekoa and brought a wise woman from there. He said to her, Please pretend to be a mourner and put on mourning clothes. Do not anoint yourself with oil, but be like a woman who has been mourning many days for the dead. Then go to the king and speak to him these words. Then Joab put the words in her mouth. When the woman of Tekoa spoke to the king, she fell on her face to the ground, bowed down and said, Help, O king. What is the matter with you? The king said to her. Truly, I am a widow. My husband is dead, she said. Your handmaid had two sons, but the two of them fought with each other in the field, where there was no one to separate them. So one struck the other and killed him. Now behold, the whole clan has risen against your handmaid and said, Hand over the one who struck down his brother, so we may put him to death, for the life of his brother whom he slew. So they will also destroy the heir and extinguish my one remaining ember, leaving to my husband neither name nor remnant on the face of the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your home. I will issue an order concerning you. The woman of Tekoa said to the king, My lord the king, let the iniquity be on me and on my father's house, but may the king and his throne be innocent. Whoever speaks to you, the king said, bring him to me, and he shall not touch you any more. Please let the king remember the Lord your God, she said, so that the avenger of blood does not destroy any more, so they won't destroy my son. As the Lord lives, he said, not one hair of your son will fall to the ground. Then the woman said, please let your handmaid speak a word to the Lord my king. Say on, he said. The woman said, Why have you devised a situation just like this against God's people? For by speaking this word, the king is like the guilty one, by not bringing back the one he banished. For we will all surely die and be like water spilt on the ground that cannot be gathered up again. Yet God does not take away life, but rather he devises plans so that a banished person may not remain an outcast from him. Now the reason I came to speak this word to my lord the king is because the people have made me afraid. So your handmaid thought, I must speak to the king. Perhaps the king will fulfill the request of his maidservant. 
Surely the king will hear to deliver his maidservant from the hand of the one who would eliminate both me and my son together out of the inheritance of God. Then your handmaid also thought, Please let the word of my lord the king bring relief. For like an angel of God, so is my lord the king to discern good and evil. So may the Lord your God be with you. Then the king answered and said to the woman, Please do not hide anything from me concerning what I'm about to ask you. Please let my lord the king speak, the woman said. Then the king said, Is the hand of Joab with you in all this? As your soul lives, my lord the king, the woman answered, No one can turn to the right or to the left from anything that my lord the king has spoken. Yes, your servant Joab was the one who commanded me and put all these words in the mouth of your handmaid. Your servant Joab did this thing in order to bring about a change in the situation. But my lord is wise, like the wisdom of an angel of God, to know all that goes on in the land. Then the king said to Joab, Behold now, I will do this thing. So go, bring the young man of Shalom back. Joab fell on his face to the ground, prostrated himself, and blessed the king. Then Joab said, Today your servant knows that I have found favor in your eyes, my lord the king, since the king has done the word of your servant. So Joab got up, went to Geshur, and brought Avshalom to Jerusalem. However, the king said, he may go directly to his own house, but he may not see my face. So Avshalom went directly to his own house and did not see the king's face. Now in all Israel there was none as handsome as Avshalom, so highly praised. From the sole of his foot to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. When he cut the hair of his head, at the end of every year he would cut it, because the hair got so heavy on him that he had to cut it. The weight of the hair from his head was 200 shekels by the royal weight. To Avshalom was born three sons and one daughter, whose name was Tamar. She was a beautiful woman. Now Avshalom had lived two full years in Jerusalem, but he never saw the king's face. Then Avshalom sent for Joab in order to send him to the king, but he was unwilling to come to him. So he sent word again a second time, but he still would not come. So he said to his servants, See, Joab's field is next to mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. So Avshalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose, came to Avshalom at his house, and said to him, why have your servants set my field on fire? Look, I sent word to you, Avshalom said to Joab, saying, Come here that I may send you to the king to say, Why have I come from Gashur? It would be better for me if I were still there. So now, let me see the king's face, and if there is iniquity in me, let him put me to death. So Joab went to the king and told him. When he summoned Avshalom, he came to the king and bowed down on his face to the ground before the king. And then the king kissed Avshalom. That was Second Samuel or Shmuel 14. Now we have come to the writings and we will read Psalm 81.
for the music director on the Gittite lyre of Asaph. Sing for joy to God our strength. Shout to the God of Yaakov. Lift up a song and sound a tambourine, a sweet lyre with a harp. Blow the shofar at the new moon, at the full moon for the day of our festival. For it is a decree for Israel, an ordinance of the God of Yaakov. He set it up as a testimony in Yosef when he went throughout the land of Mitzrayim. I heard a language I did not understand. I relieved his burden, his shoulder of the burden. His hands were set free from the basket. You called out in trouble, and I rescued you. I answered you from the hiding place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Merivah, Selah. Here, my people, I will admonish you. If you would listen to me, O Israel, let there be no foreign god among you, and you shall not worship any alien god. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel was not willing to be mine. So I gave them over to the stubbornness of their heart to walk in their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him. Their time of doom would be forever. But you would be fed with the finest wheat, with honey out of a rock, would I satisfy you? That was Psalm 81. And now our final portion of scripture for today, the apostolic writings. And we will read Luke chapter 9, verse 1 through verse 26. Now when Yeshua called the twelve together... He gave them power and authority over all the demons and to heal diseases. He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. And he said to them, Take nothing for the journey, no walking stick, no travel bag, no bread, no money, nor even to have two shirts. Whatever house you enter, stay there and depart from there. And whoever does not receive you, when you leave that town, shake off the dust from your feet as a witness against them. So they went out and began traveling throughout the villages, proclaiming the good news and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard all that was happening. He was very confused because some were saying that Yohanan had been raised from the dead, but others that Eliyahu had appeared and others that some prophet from among the ancients had arisen. But Herod said, I beheaded Yohanan, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he kept trying to see him. When the emissaries returned, they described to Yeshua all they had done. Then he took them along and withdrew privately to a city named Bethsaida. But the crowds found out and followed him. So Yeshua welcomed them and began speaking to them about the kingdom of God and curing those in need of healing. Now the day began to wind down 
And the twelve came and said to Yeshua, Send the crowd away so they might go into the nearby villages and countryside and find food and lodging, for we are in a desolate place here. But Yeshua said to them, You give them something to eat. But they said, We have no more than five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. Then Yeshua said to his disciples, Have the people recline in groups of about fifty each. They did so, and all reclined. And he took the five loaves and the two fish and looked up to heaven. He offered a bracha and broke them. And he kept giving them to the disciples to set before the crowd. Then they all ate and were satisfied. And what was left over was picked up, twelve baskets of the fragments. Once when Yeshua was praying alone and his disciples were near, he put a question to them, saying, Who do the crowd say that I am? They replied, Yohanan the Mercer, but others Eliyahu, and others that some prophet from among the ancients has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Then Kepha answered and said, The Mashiach of God. But Yeshua warned them, and he ordered them not to tell this to anyone, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and ruling Kohanim and Torah scholars and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then Yeshua was saying to everyone, If anyone wants to follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross every day and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and the holy angels. That was Luke 9, 1 through 26. And that concludes our reading of scriptures for today. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Ephesians chapter 3 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to be able to read the scriptures to you. And I'm surprised how far we've already gotten in the different parts of the readings. We're already in the second book in the Torah, and we have come so far in the other parts as well. The time goes fast in this new year. So let's um, take care of the moments we have, the days we have Every day is an opportunity to serve God with the power of His Spirit and His Word. May He bless you today. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.